Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George. And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 32 for George and season 28 for me. This is day 14 of season 100. Our first question gives us five musical artists, who I am not even going to try to pronounce, and says <laughs> that they have achieved great success in a popular music genre, which is a subgenre of C-pop. Ask us what that genre is. Right. So uh, I'd never seen any of these names before. Mm. Um, they all look to be probably Chinese, if I'm, uh, you know, uh, thinking correctly about it. And it is mentioned towards the end that one of them is Taiwan born. So mm -hmm. it's definitely that Eastern Asia um, kind of area, if not specifically China. Um, and so, you know, I... First of all, I didn't know there was a genre that is C-pop, so thinking of a specific subgenre or branch of it is a challenging question. Mm. Um, and I, you know, initially I thought, you know, Taiwan is mentioned, and so maybe it's I-pop because that's island, you know, uh, pop music instead of Chinese pop music. Um, but I thought, man, eh, that doesn't sound very uh interesting as an answer and i took a look at a couple of the names and two of them are gem at like initials like that mm -hmm. and then jj lin and i thought i wonder if these are like hip-hop artists in china um you know because a couple of them kind of look like uh they're written out that way not that these ways of displaying names would be uncommon in k-pop or other you know similar uh, areas, but since we're asking for a subgenre, why not hip hop? Um, you know, maybe these are, are rappers. And so um, I ended up, go I, I thought maybe if you put a C in front of hip hop, that becomes chip hop. I thought, okay. And I debated for a while between um, uh, chip hop and chip pop, mm. um, but thought I'd go with chip hop and figure, you know, if it's if it's anywhere close to that, then maybe I'll get the sound alike either way, um, kind of in either direction. Um, and so I thought that was about as clever as I was going to manage. So that's what I put down. Solid. Uh, <laughs> I started from the same place thinking, okay, this is probably, this is some kind of Chinese, uh, musical subgenre. I know nothing about those. In fact, the, the revelation that there was such a thing as C-pop was new to me. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. There's a billion of them. Why not? Sure. Um, so I just kind of figured these all kind of sound like uh, like maybe solo artists, specifically probably like male idols, like your Elvises, mm. uh, that sort of thing. Kind of your, your pop, uh, not boy band, but... Boy, heartthrob, boy solo heartthrob. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And so I thought, well, what genre would that be? And I thought maybe something like bubblegum pop. Mm. Um, and what would be kind of the Chinese version of that? No idea. So <laughs> I figured, well, what what would kind of sound vaguely like that, and still be identifiably Chinese? Uh -huh. And I thought bamboo. Okay. So I went with bamboo pop, largely right. because I didn't know anything else and it was going to get even more racist from there so okay the correct answer was mando pop which makes sense 
It does. Yeah. Um, I assume that's after Mandarin, mm-hmm. um, which I assume is the language they sing in. Uh, I don't know. Is would that would the Taiwan born part have been a clue there? Like is Mandarin versus I, Cantonese? I don't spoken know. There? Uh, I don't know Chinese uh, language geographical distributions. Ah, well, maybe that that's my only guess because mm-hmm. otherwise yeah. this is a very you know you know it or you don't kind of question. Mm-hmm. Um, and incidentally, chip hop I looked up after the fact just to see if it might be a thing. Uh, it is. But it's rapping over like eight bit video game music, like you know the Mario Brothers theme kind yeah. of. Um, so we're it, at least I landed on somehow a weird little subgenre of music generally, um, but not nearly the right one. Yeah. Question two asks us for uh, a common word that comes from the uh, Old Testament Day of Atonement, where. A uh, priest would confess over a particular animal's head and drive it into the wilderness. So when it says a particular animal, clearly that's in the, that's going to be in the word. Sure. Um, or something very close to it. So this sounds like scapegoat, mm-hmm. uh, which I would have said, if you'd asked me yesterday, what's the etymology on scapegoat? I would have said it was much newer than that. Hmm. Um, but it couldn't have been anything else. So I went with scapegoat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I had similar thinking, um, but with even less doubt about it. I I think I've heard this etymology somewhere, more or less. I I don't think if you had said, "Hey, what's the etymology of scapegoat?" Could I have reproduced it? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than like it was a sacrificial animal, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, but this particular process or ceremony or something i wouldn't have been able to pin down um but having it described it certainly makes sense that you know a goat would be the the kind of animal that might be sacrificed in this situation um and that you know just the scape part suggests sort of landscape so it's kind of sent out into the um out into the land in the wilderness away from people um and so I thought, sure, scapegoat sounds like it fits the bill here. And that was correct. Question three is another etymology question for some weird reason. <laughs> uh, it tells us it's a portmanteau, uh, meaning London particulate matter. Uh, it is a phenomenon with proven health effects uh, and may kill thousands of people in Delhi specifically every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is smog, and it's a portmanteau of smoke and fog. Um, I have a feeling people are, you know, if, if they didn't know this or get this, will be annoyed with the particulate matter definition of it. But, uh, one of the major components of smoke is different sizes of particulate matter. And these are in fact, um, one of the main things that does cause lung disease of various kinds, um, you know, both in this air pollution sense, but also tobacco smoking, is full of particulate matter of, of, you know, sizes that can cause lots of problems for people. Um, so this is definitely something that would be causing, you know, asthma, COPD, exacerbations thereof, lung cancer. Um, you know, it's, it's bad stuff. Uh, it's the kind of thing that comes out of, you know, diesel exhaust pipes. Like it's, uh, it is very not great, uh, for health and for lungs in particular. Um, probably also for cardiovascular disease. 
Anyway, um, this is just one that I definitely know because uh, smoke plus fog very much sounds like um, what would have been, there would have been a lot of that in the early 1900s London. Mm -hmm. um, and just famously, there have been, uh, you know, catastrophes related to that. So um, uh, long story short, I knew this was smog. I knew a great many extra details about it. <laughs> um, and, and so, yeah, this one I knew cold. Uh, I figured it was smog right from the jump. Uh, kept reading and only figured it was still smog. And yeah. kind of with with scapegoat right above it, I was just kind of thinking, this has got to be a trick. This is <laughs> this is something else, right? Like there's a particularly Londony version of smog. <laughs> no, this I, 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 this is just another etymology question. So yeah. yeah, I'll go with smog. And that is the correct answer. And I am here for the transformation of Learned League match days into all etymology. <laughs> um, that's one of my best categories, so bring it on. Uh, question four is not that far from the mark either. Uh, asks us, essentially, uh, what is the essay published by John Stuart Mill about uh, individual freedoms and state interference that starts with on? Hmm. I just blanked on this one. Uh, hmm. I've read it. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't studied it carefully, uh, but I've definitely read it and I just forgot and thought that it was, I, I came at it from the exact wrong angle and thought that this was talking about the bad things ah. that cause, uh, you know, interference with individual freedoms. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I had to figure, oh, is this on tyranny, on despotism, on something like that? Mm. Uh, so I, I finally settled on tyranny and this was about on tyranny mm. and presumably how to avoid it. All right. Uh, I approached this from the other ways, just having not read it personally, although I've heard of it, I, I knew I had heard this title and, um, the idea that it is talking about how, uh, individual freedoms are paramount unless other people's, you know, freedom and safety is at stake. Um, and so I figured, what's a synonym of freedom? Well, there's liberty. And on liberty sounded pretty much right. Um, and I I don't know if this is sort of the wellspring of libertarian uh, philosophy, but it sounded plausible that it could be. Um, and so I just kind of tried to reassure that, again, my very surface level knowledge of this this thing that is, you know, an essay called On Liberty Exists, I Think. Is it by John Stuart Mill? Sure. Um, you know, that that's the level at which I was picking this out of a lineup. So I put down Liberty. Well done, because that was correct. <laughs> Luckily enough. Question five. Uh, it's not technically an etymology question, but it's very <laughs> close to an etymology question. Uh, it asks us for a password that is frequently used uh, across media and first appeared in Horse Feathers, one of the unheralded Marx Brothers classics. Underheralded, I should say. <laughs> um, yeah, this one vexed me for hours today, hmm. and I never did come up with it. I, I knew it would be something that I'd heard of, although what it turned out to be was not apparently famous enough uh, for me to fit the criteria in the question. Um, but, uh, I, you know, 
I just beat my head against this one for a long time, trying to think what, you know, what could it possibly be? Um, I thought about things like open sesame, but that's two words. That's not, that'd be like a past phrase. Um, and I thought it would be something like that, that sounded sort of old timey and, um, you know, had entered the language as that term, as opposed to being an existing word that was made into a password. And so, you know, I was just kind of down the wrong track this whole time. Finally, I was so frustrated that I decided we're going to go for another best wrong answer. And so what I put down is ZJFE3H-KFDS capital T-H-QNXOGD. <laughs> Which I think reads funnier than it than it yes. uh, <laughs> tells. Uh yeah, so it's swordfish. Um I just I Okay. I've seen horse feathers several times. I may own a copy. I can't see across the room that far. Well you haven't showed it to me. Um it is, as I say, one of their underheralded ones. It's not a mm. night at the opera, it's not duck soup. Uh it is about I believe that I believe that's the one that's about the college football uh team. Ah. Uh, back in the old days when, you know, people would pay players to play and they wouldn't ah. actually go to school. And yeah. Okay. Uh, and, of, and of course, the plot, as in all great Marx Brothers movies, is a thin excuse to hang jokes on. Yeah. And one of them is they're trying to get into the speakeasy and the password is swordfish and they do various mind games mm -hmm. about figuring out what the password is and convincing ah. the guy at the door to give them the password, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Um, and it's... Uh, particularly notable because uh, you may notice that uh, the last five letters of the word password are sword. Oh. Um, I bring this up because I believe it was the movie Swordfish mm -hmm. uh, from early 2000s, late 90s. Hugh Jackman, Halle Berry mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, with a John topless Travolta, scene. Maybe? John Travolta, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think the, the final... Uh, title in the in the at the beginning of the movie is the word password and the pas fades off and ah. fish comes in at the end and it kind of sure, shows you that sure. and swordfish is the i don't know if it's the password in that one or if it's just like the league of hackers i don't remember it very well okay um but yeah this was this is swordfish oh, and that was the correct answer however here is my retroactive quibble countless tv shows movies books and other media it comes up a lot. It really does. It's kind of I've, the... First of all, I know of the movie Swordfish. Mm -hmm. Now I know that it came from Horse Feathers. Give me five other places <laughs> to convince me that it's that there's way more than that and you can just pick them out of the air and it's just super easy to think of them because... There's a TV Tropes page. Okay. How many are listed? <laughs> uh, I'm just... I, I like... I'm... I'm a there bit are in fact subpages of it. Ah, okay. In the various, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's the it's not password one or mm -hmm. one two three four five, but it's sure. kind of the 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 next level equivalent of that. Of, of that's the that's the kind of in joke amongst uh, people who know computers that it's mm. going to be swordfish. Well, or at least people people on TV who know computers. It's the it's the quote hacker end quote rather than the right, actual hacker right. uh, version of something uh, <laughs> notable and serious. So. 
Well, I bet they can be counted. <laughs> Question six asks us for the mathematical adjective for scales of measurement in which a one unit increase is an actual tenfold increase in quantity. Uh, so I thought this was logarithmic. Mm-hmm. So I went with that and I tried to think of, you know, I'm pretty sure that decibels is, is logarithmic and it's been described that way. Uh, it didn't have the Richter scale in here or the earthquake scales, which mm-hmm. I believe are also logarithmic. Um, but yeah, I was, I was pretty sure about that and the, the tenfoldness of it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, this is the one that I zeroed on both of my opponents because they each oh. had science as like their second or third best category. Oh yeah. So I figured this is, uh, this, this is a common enough thing across the sciences, not just math Yeah. that I was very certain of it. And I was very certain that they would be as well. So I said logarithmic. Yeah. And I think that's. Uh, valid to point out that this might well be categorized as math, but mm. it's very much a science question. Mm. Um, and I also knew that decibels and pH were um, logarithmic scales, and that's what the tenfold increase refers to. And so this this one was kind of a gimme for, you know, for high school and college science that I do remember. Um, you know, these things kind of come up a little more often than specific gravity. Um, so yeah, I also put down logarithmic, uh, and carefully noting that it's the adjectival form that we're asked for. Um, so just logarithm might not cut it, although sometimes Thorsten is generous as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but I did put down logarithmic. Mm -hmm. And that was correct. Indeed. Which means we both got four. Indeed. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. People were not delighted with this match day, and I can understand why. Not that it was super unfair or anything, just that very much the first question is like, well, that right out of the gate, I'm not going to know that. <laughs> and so unless there's some way to logic into it, which maybe there was, mm-hmm. I don't really you know, necessarily think so. I, yeah. um, uh, At least there wasn't for me. So um, this might play pretty tough today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hoping. But that's it for this week. Tune in on Tuesday. I think we don't have a long weekend this weekend. Correct. uh, For more post-game analysis, follow us on Blue Sky at Learned Lag with all the vowels. And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat.